We want to please him. We want to live for him. We want to be connected. We want to produce fruit, but there are some things that need to be cut. Good morning and God bless you all. Welcome back to another episode of Create with Kendra, a place where you can be inspired, challenged, and changed. I hope everyone's week is going well so far. It is Wednesday. It is someday. We are halfway through this week, y'all. It has definitely been a week for me. You see how my, my eyes is just rolling in the back of my head. It's been a really interesting week. Finals week. Family matters. It's just, I can't wait to get through it. And if you are along with me, holla if you hear me. Happy Women's History Month, everyone. This is the month that we celebrate the contributions, the change, and the beauty of women inside and out and all around the world. Um, As we do on this show every single week, we acknowledge a creative, a black creative, entrepreneur, businessman, or a woman for doing what they do so well. And this week, we are going to put our spotlight on on Michelle Richardson. Michelle is the creator of the Poise Flare and Poise Flare offers a unique yet poised sense of style to any wardrobe or special event that you have coming up. Whether if it's for a birthday, a photo shoot, or if you just need a personal shopper, Poise Flare will exceed all of your stylistic needs. Y'all, if you've seen or if you remember my... um. My birthday photo shoot when I was just so fly and fabulous, right? Um, Michelle was my stylist for that photo shoot. I called her up and said, hey, Michelle, I need you to hook me up. I need you to help a sister out. And she did. I mean, she took the clothes in my closet. I had, I didn't even need to go out to buy anything, but she took the clothes in my closet, y'all, and made a masterpiece of an outfit. And I had so much fun playing with different colors and patterns and, and textures. So Michelle, thank you so much for gifting us with your with your gift. And for those that are interested, if you have a birthday coming up, photo shoot, y'all know y'all like to get fine and fabulous and take pictures and stuff, just like I do. Um, head on over to um Instagram and you can follow her at the poised princess, or you can email her at the poised flare at yahoo.com. For those that are new to the show, welcome again. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I have um, some information that I want to share. I haven't shared in a couple weeks, but there is this feature on the unassociated website and it's called Ask Kendra. So if you go over to www.unassociated.com slash Ask Kendra, there is a feature there that allows you um, as listeners to write in. If you have any topics of discussion, if you have any questions, any prayer requests, anything that you need me to read or would like from us to engage in on this show or even privately, head on over to www.un-associated.com slash askkendra. Um, and if you want to keep up with me on Instagram, you can follow me at underscore create with Kendra. All right, y'all, let's get into it. So yesterday I was 
in prayer and in worship. And my prayer to God yesterday um, is something that I want to really base this episode on. So, so follow me. Um, I asked God for a greater connection to him. Simple. I asked God, you know, Lord, I want to be close to you. I want to be connected to you. And regardless if you are a believer and if you've been walking with Christ for a long time, a short time, our desires as believers and as Christ followers is to always have a yearning, have a desire to be close to Jesus. It should be. Um, it shouldn't be, you know, Jesus, we, we, um, we talk to you when it's convenient for us or once a week, you know, on a Sunday, it should always be, I want to be closer to you. I want you to fill me up. And so that was my prayer yesterday. Um, and in, in, after the prayer that led me to a particular scripture, John chapter 15, which we are going to go to today. Um, and it blessed me. And so um, this episode, we are going to read about the true vine and what that means to be close to Jesus. Um, there are three things that I want us to keep in mind as we are going through the scripture. We are going to talk about the cutting. We're going to be talking about abiding and thriving. So cutting, abiding, and thriving are the three um, points that we are going to hit today during the scripture. And before we get into it, um, let's pray. Let us pray. So with all hearts and minds clear, Father, we adore you. Father, we thank you. We praise you. We give you glory and honor. It is due to your name. God, I pray right now that you open up our hearts, open our minds and our spirit to what you are saying through your scripture. God, I pray for any correction or anything that we need to grasp a hold of, even when it's uncomfortable to do so. God, that you give us the, the faith, that you give us the strength, that you give us the courage to do so. God, we can't do anything without you. God, I pray that we learn that today and that being connected to you is the greatest thing. God, I ask that you bless your son and your daughter that is listening to this message um, and be glorified through this. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, y'all, let's get into the scripture for my glasses. Uh, we're going to John chapter 15. John chapter 15, verse one through eight. Okay. And I am reading the new King James version. Starting at verse one, I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away and every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word, which I've spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. Let's continue to read verse five. And it says, I am the vine. You are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him beareth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, 
He is cast out as the branches and is withered. And they gather them and throw them into the fire and they are burned. For if you abide in me, my words abide in you. You will ask what you desire and I shall, and it shall be done for you. Verse 8 says, by this my father is glorified. You bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples. And the word of the Lord is blessed. Amen. I am the true vine. Yes, he is. Jesus is the true vine. So let's get into it, y'all. In this scripture, Jesus refers to himself as the true vine. And his father, God, is the vine dresser. Every branch that does not bear fruit, he takes away. We're going to talk about first the cutting. When you think of a vine, I don't even have like anything around me that can illustrate, but I seen, um, I seen a picture of a vine and I'm going to use my hands <laughs> and try to describe it. So for those that are listening to the podcast can, um, catch the visual. So when you have a, a vine, right? Okay. So this is the vine. Y'all see my arm. This is the vine. This is Jesus right here. I feel like I'm a look weird. Okay. This is the vine and we are the branches. So we come out like this. <laughs> I know it looks silly, but just just bear with me. Us as branches produce fruit. Okay? So, the vine produces the branches. And the branches produce the fruit. Jesus is the vine. We are the branches. And being connected to the true vine, we are able then to produce fruit. I hope you're following me. But the thing about branches and the thing about the vine and the fruit that comes from us, there is a process, a pruning process, a cutting process, a process to where you have to take things away in order for the branch to produce fruit. And that's where God comes in. Jesus is the true vine and God is the vine dresser. So being a part of this situation, God comes in and begins to take away those dead things on the branches in order for this branch to be able to produce more fruit. Now this is the part that we don't like. This is the part if we can hit the skip button, we would. God, I don't want you cutting stuff out of my life. Whether if it's things, people, habits, there is some stuff we don't want to let go. Let's keep it real. You know what the stuff is. I know what my stuff is. That we don't want to let go. 
But at the same time, we desire to be attached to Jesus, the true vine. At the same time, we want to please him. We want to live for him. We want to be connected. We want to produce fruit. But there are some things that need to be cut. You following me? The reality is that if we are attached to the vine, there are some things, some people and some habits that have to be cut. Because you know why? We cannot grow where dead things are attached to us. We just can't. You cannot see growth in yourself when there are dead things attached to you. God being all-knowing, God being supreme, God being who he is, he knows what's best for us. And he can see the dead things in our lives. And his desire is to make us as healthy as we can. So he cuts things off. But in the cutting, it's it can be uncomfortable. In the cutting, it could be painful. In the cutting, it can break familiar a, a, a place that we that we call familiar, right? Things that we are used to. Y'all know the dead stuff in your life. Speaking to myself too. That God Definitely needs to cut off in order for us to produce fruit. And I want us to really, really think about that. Really think about that. Is my life right now fruitful? And I'm not just talking about like, you know, superficial stuff. I'm not talking about your, your number of followers. I'm not talking about. You know, you you traveling around the world. That's wonderful. But I'm but really, is your life fruitful? Do you have peace? Do you have long suffering? Are you kind? Are you gentle? Do you live a life pleasing to the Lord? Are you surrounded by people that are encouragers? Are you an encourager yourself? What does your life look like? What does your friend circle look like what do the things that you do throughout the day look like and ask yourself am i producing fruit and within the same question ask yourself am i abiding in jesus let's move on to the second thing abiding what does that mean abiding does that mean i'm just i'm just like i I deal with jesus like i go to church on sunday no It doesn't just stop there. It's deeper. Abiding is to live in, to live with. Everything that you do, you you consider God in it. And not only that, you abiding in God, but God abiding in you. Does the Holy Spirit dwell in your temple? Is your body, is your mind, is your spirit a place where... You have room for the Holy Spirit to dwell in you. And what I love about the concept of abiding in this particular scripture, it's mentioned like four times within eight verses. It is. Why? It's because 
God is the only way for us to see supernatural growth. He the only way. And the emphasis of abiding in Christ is so important that he says it numerous, like the writer says it numerous times, it says in verse four, abide in me and I in you. And then you go down to verse five, it says, he who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. And then verse six, it says, if anyone does not abide in me. And then you go to verse seven, it says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you ask what you desire and it shall be done. Like literally, it's so important for us to grasp the idea that we cannot do this by ourselves. We really can't. We cannot live. I mean, you could live life. but not to the fullest without God. Seriously. Have you ever just thought about that? And I'm so, have you ever just thought about that? I can't even think about like, if I wasn't walking with Jesus, what would I be doing right now? If I wasn't really living for him, what would I be doing right now? And I can't come up with nothing except that I'd be lost. Except I would have no sense of direction. Except I wouldn't be fruitful. Except I would not be able to maximize the calling that God has placed on my life. Because everything that I do is to glorify him. Everything I do. And how beautiful is it to say that I'm at a place That everything that I do, I consider the Lord in it. Everything that I do, I desire for it to be pleasing to his sight. Amen. Amen. Let's keep, let's, 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 let's look at some more. Let's look at some more. I want to go to verse six and it says, if anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as branches and is withered. And they get and they are gathered and thrown, right? They're thrown into a fire. So the scripture is saying if we are not abiding in Jesus, we're dead branches, tossed. Dead branches tossed. And that is not God's will for us. He wants us to be connected to the true vine. He wants us to be healthy. He wants us to produce fruit. God's will for us is to be prosperous it really is it really is and that leads me to our third and and final point of thriving god really wants us to live a prosperous life yes there is trial yes there is tribulation yes there is hardship yes there is you know there's there that's just life right but even in like hard circumstances god wants us to be blessed Truly he does. Let's read verse seven. It says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. That's what the word says. He didn't say I might do it, but let me tell you how this worked though. 
And the reason why abiding is 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 repetitive in this in this scripture. You want God to move on your behalf. You want to be able to ask him anything and it's done in Jesus name. Abide in him. And that, and, and have you ever just been like, <laughs> I know I have, um, prayed that God do something, move in a certain way or give you something that you wanted, right? You pray this prayer. God gave me this, do this, move on my behalf in this way. Right. And, and God doesn't do it. And you, get discouraged like but i prayed and i asked but the question is were you abiding in god in your request were you honestly like we pray a lot of selfish things a lot of like superficial things but extras or even things that we don't need things that are harmful to us we we praise god for the the prayers that he did not answer I know I do, but are you abiding in God? And I know for me, um, there is something that I'm asking God to do and move on my behalf. Um, because not only do I understand the privilege that I have as a believer that I'm able to go to my father and ask anything, but also, it is an opportunity for my faith to be stretched in a way that it, it just needs to be stretched. Um, as y'all know, for the past two years, I've been doing grad school online. Praise God. For the past three quarters, they have been, when I say they, I mean the school, and I've talked about this before, has been trying to bring us back to campus. Y'all know I live in Northern California. My school is about six hours away by way of car, okay? Flights, expensive. So um, I reached out to my department, me and my colleagues, and we was like, uh, we ain't trying to come back, right? Um, Set up a whole meeting, everything, and everyone's like, okay, we support y'all. We hear y'all. We got y'all. But then we get a little switcheroo. Y'all got to come back in the fall. Now look, I'm like, Jesus, you done made a way one, two, three times for me. You didn't did it. Thank you, Lord. I need you to do it again. That is my request before the Lord. Lord, what you did before, I need you to do it again. And I found myself like kind of opting out of my faith, um, using things to excuse myself from having faith. And, I, and I'll tell you how and why. Um, my department recommended that I would transfer to um, do an exchange program with UC Davis, right? Um, UC Davis is like the closest you see to me um, that's on the quarter system. And I'm like, okay, cool. I can transfer to UC Davis and I can take the rest of my classes and I can graduate in June. Boom. But then again, I thought about it. Like if I opt out of this, am I trusting God for what he's been already providing for me? And I was like, hmm. And by the way, God is really just blocking 
God is blocking this prayer request. Um, not not this prayer request, but He's blocking the um, me moving on my own. You know what I'm saying? Um, because every single professor that I've reached out to at Davis was like, "Nah, I can't accommodate you. Uh, my classroom's too full. Um, social distance, COVID, can't do it." Right? So I'm like, "Okay, well, Plan B is out." So I have to go back to plan A, which means I have to trust God. And y'all, I'm still in the midst of this. Um, but even before it happens, I stand here declaring in Jesus name. If I abide in God. And if his word abides and lives and dwells in me. The Bible says you can ask whatever you desire and it shall be done for you. And my request before the all-powerful, all-knowing God is that what he did before that he will do again. And that's the thing about God's word. God's word will forever stand. And we can take God's word and be like, God, uh, you said this in your word so i'm gonna hold you to it and guess what because god is not a man that he can lie he gotta come through so i'll keep y'all updated (laughs) i'll keep y'all updated on what's going on um but i am just praying and having faith that god is going to continue to do the work um Because I want this testimony to glorify God. Because y'all know, I've said it plenty of times, I'm I'm the kind of person that would try to fix it, try to get it done on my own. Like reaching out to another school, and I didn't even ask God if I could do that. No. God wants me to trust him. (laughs) God wants me to trust him, and and he wants you to do the same thing. And for those that are afraid to ask God for stuff, understand this. If God lives in you and dwells in you and his word is in you and you live and you live for the Lord, he says, ask me. Ask me whatever you desire. Because the the, the thing about it is when God abides in you and you abide, abide in God, your will is what you actually give up for his will. So the things that you ask for God to do is already in line. We be asking God for stuff that's just out of his will. (laughs) Out of his will. But we must ask for things and believe that it's possible in his will. In order for us to know if in his will or not, we must live and abide in him and his word abide in us. Amen. I, I I'm trusting and I'm believing for those that are listening to this um prayer requests. Y'all can pray for me on that one. Amen. Y'all, um, I hope that this message blessed you. I hope that um you were encouraged by this. I know I am, that I can confidently go to the Lord um and request what it is that I need from him. That I can be okay with him cutting things 
off of my life that are not pleasing or not fruitful to me, you know, um, I bless God for it. God is so good. And I hope that this message has encouraged someone. So with all hearts and minds clear, we're going to go before the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you so much for being good, for being kind, for being awesome, for being what we need, for loving us, for pruning us, oh God, for allowing us to be in positions to be fruitful. God, I pray for those people that want to be closer to you. God, I pray that you draw them close to you. Give them a desire to to push lesser loves out of the way, to make room for you to abide in them. God, give us the courage to walk in faith and, and, and speak to mountains. God, give us the courage to request things from the almighty God. Give us boldness, oh God. God, I pray that you allow us to continue to grow in you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, y'all, that is the word on the street for this week. Um, if you have any anything that you want to share, any praise reports, head on over to www.unassociated.com slash um, ask Kendra. And um, until then, beautiful people, have a fantastic Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, all the way up until next week. Don't let nobody steal your joy, okay? (laughs) Y'all be blessed. Take care.